0: Good morning, this is GM, Huffin and buffing because I'm a big guy walking over a hill to get to the bus in the morning. I ramble on about games mastering and roleplay and things that interest me. So let's see what we're going to talk about today. Do you barter and do you haggle? That's today's topic the art of bartering and trading and in the general sense of just communicating about price has in many ways been lost to us um, at least those in the western society we go to a shop we see the price set by the shop and we say hmm, that's good enough and we purchase it Now, I suppose you could argue that people who go around looking for those special discounts and bargains and and so forth are, in a kind of a way, doing the bargaining bartering part of the process that they normally would do directly with the salesperson, because instead the salesperson doesn't exist, but there's this underlying and of an understanding hey we've got this two for one special if you want to buy two sorry two for one uh, buy two get it at slightly cheaper two for five dollars i mean if you want to buy two you get it at a cheaper price but if you want to buy one it's at the more expensive price that's a kind of built-in um haggling system right there now you might argue that if you were to get your players to haggle and barter every single encounter, that you're going to bog them down. And I agree. Provided, of course, you've actually already set the boundaries and understandings of your world. See, the first time a mundane task is performed, it's not really mundane, is it? Because you've never done it. It's not an everyday normal thing. So when your role players first hit the table, first come up to a a vendor. Your first vendor should be fully into the whole process. Hey, my good sir, how are you today? Are you here to buy some wares from my table? Maybe you'd like to buy this uh, ornate but completely useless oil container. And maybe you'd like to get this very very special lamp. It's got a genie inside. I, I sell it to you for 16 shekels. Um, that's my very bad accent by the way. But the, the idea that the player is going to say 16 shekels. Okay. And he hands over the 16 shekels and, and now the merchant's like, oh, this guy's an idiot. He's just prepared to pay whatever price sir, I have many more things you would love. I will give you a big discount because you are a wonderful person. The argument goes that the player may not have the experience, but the character should to know better. So it's the game's master's responsibility to let them know. So when he offers the price of 16 shekels, you say, well, for your experience, you don't think that 16 shekels is a worthwhile price. You th- Remember seeing something about the price being 8 at some point in your life. Now the games master has to do a job where he looks at the price that would be more than likely in the book or the rules, starts off by doubling the price and then checks to see if the character has a high enough intelligence score or any bartering skills or things that might make the the character more likely to notice that the price is too expensive. That's out of a bit of a big job for the games master if he has to do this for all of his players every time they go shopping. So when the rulebook gives a given price, the games master hands over the rulebook and says, Here guy, guys, here's the list pick what you want, he's really denying them the experience of being there if they haven't done it already, but once they've done it a few times and it's understood that this is what's happening each time, then the players have the choice. Do you want to barter or do you want to haggle, do you want to exchange, do you want to do anything else, or you just want to stick with the given prices and speed this along. The players go, ah, we'll stick with the given prices. Now, an uh, uh, extra studious GM or pedantic or whatever word you want to use here, I think the DM or GM is going to say, okay, well, look, it's going to take you about two hours to do that much shopping. And they're like, two hours? Can't we just do it faster? Well, if you're prepared to pay a higher price because you're not prepared to haggle, sure, so t- pay 20% more in half the time. Most players are going to say, yep, okay, no problems. We'll either just do it on the time given, or we'll pay the extra. So that's that's what you have to consider there. Have they paid the extra, and are they prepared to pay the extra? And if they haven't, then they pay the extra time. So, if your players are not in a rush, They've got all the time in the world. It's not vitally important for the storyline that they rush around buying the goods and quickly get out. Then it doesn't matter. But when they are in a rush, now you've got an opportunity to say, Well, guys, because it normally costs this much time, but you're in a rush, you have to pay more unless you've got the haggling skills or you've got a good charisma plus intelligence to be able to haggle. This is part and parcel with what you're doing as DM-GM, you're setting the scenario not just as in who lives where and who does what where and how, you're also setting the scenario of how the rules work in given situations. So when your group is ready to run the world, run the situation, they have choices. If you don't give them that choices up front and it's just well this is the way it works then why are they even playing? I mean really why not just hand them the equipment they need to have and just right guys this is the equipment you need so you're set you go no, and you did the shopping the night before and you're insightful enough to buy exactly what you need to buy so Or in situations I've seen, some gamesmasters, and this this I find abhorrent myself, they give them gear points which can be purchased, used to buy equipment at any point in the game. At any point. So I'm standing by a cliff. We didn't know there's a cliff. We had no idea there's a cliff. But instantaneously I say, oh, my character thought of this and i bought pittons and rope and uses up his gear points in the moment it's like that's what spells are for spells are you in the moment if you use up gear points for spell points you're breaking the entire mathematical structure of how the game works yeah if you replace gear point i mean why not just buy a stack load of gear points at the beginning with all your cash why use anything except gear points? Gear points can be used for purchasing material goods for um, spell components. Gear points can be used to purchase weapons and equipment when you needed it. Oh, well, it turns out we're fighting werewolves. Good thing we've got gear points. I'll just have silver weapons instead of... Um, I'll just upgrade my weapon to silver using my gear points. There's no need to pre-purchase or pre-plan anything. Your players have gained zero benefit personally from roleplay. They're, they're just, oh well that'll just magically appear when we need it. Which is absolutely bullshit. Nothing works like that. How the fudge are your players going to be prepared for the big bad guy if they could just rock up with a bunch of you know, pre-existing. Oh, um, I didn't study any of my spell slots, I'll choose my spells now, just before the big battle. Yep, cool. Oh, I didn't know what weapons and armor I needed, so I'll use my gear points to instantaneously turn it into what I need just before the battle. Uh, I won't even buy any equipment, I'll just buy gear points, and then right in the middle of battle, I'll go, Oop, gear point, I had a magic potion on my, I had a healing potion on my belt all this time yeah that's what i hate about that anyway that's it for today's bartering and trading and mini rant about such things catch you later